0: Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. You're in the right place. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. And we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out your lights, and press play. Tonight is episode of Superdoll, our our superhero serial story. And what we're going to do is we're going to create a safe place where you can set aside all your racing thoughts, worried thoughts, any brain stuff that's keeping you up, bothering you, nagging at you, gnawing at you, whatever, whatever KN word you're acknowledging you, knowing you, and um, you, you don't need to know anybody, Yeah, like the last couple episodes. If you need to, imagine wrapping that stuff up in a little bundle, a little burden bundle, putting it at the foot of your bed and kicking it off at the end of your bed to deal with it. It'll be there in the morning, and you can pick it back up and deal with it tomorrow. But for tonight, for tonight, for right now, you're safe, and you're going to be distracted by my voice. I'm going to tell you a story. And I'll be honest with you, it's not gonna. It's gonna go places, but there's gonna be a lot of stuff that usually slows stories down: talking, explaining, uh, meandering, pauses, and me. Uh, my sometimes things that people are like that have burdens, like we talked about earlier like uh, my porcupine ability to say words five or six times in a row or tripped up over my own words or thoughts or repeat myself. In this strange backwards world of putting you to sleep, those are actually assets. And I just meant to say actually. I said actually. Those are assets, all right? They're going to help you fall asleep, believe it or not, somehow. In this crazy kooky thing called a podcast, I don't know. let's, uh, Let's not... Dig too deep, but that's a podcast. It's here to distract you. You listen to it, and just listen to me talk and talk tell tell a story, and just pay attention. Give me like maybe thirty three percent of your let's do, let's say thirty two percent of your uh, attention. That way, you got the majority of your attention, and then some is you know well no huh. Well, just pay attention enough, and you'll drift off into dreamland. Is the thing I think. Usually, over-explaining is another former um, non-asset, whatever that word is, deficit now. Former hindrance now. It's like wings that makes this bird fly. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, That's so silly. Uh, Yeah, so stupid. It made me laugh. (laughs) Sprouting some wings of whatever uh, pointlessness. Be carried off. This is, that, that could be the new way-too-long tagline for this. Be carried off on the wings of pointlessness. To sleep. If this is your first time here, this is how I put you to sleep. If you're still awake or you're still here, you know, this might be the podcast for you. It's to help put you to sleep. A little bit silly, weird, different. Different would be the best way to describe this podcast. I'm not going to do—well, there. if there's any—there might not be any alms, and I'm not against alms. I'm not against namaste. I like the idea of namaste. But that's not for this podcast because I'm too uncomfortable with uh, my own—you uh, know, I'd rather do—I'm I'm busy distracting myself. you kidding me? The problems I got to deal with? That's why I tell stories. So this is a podcast to put you to sleep. I'm glad you're here, and I hope it helps you fall asleep we're on the web at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. superdoll episodes are at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. superdoll uh you need to get a hold of me it's at www <laughs> uh, i got w's on the mind D- the, not the big dub though uh george dubs um if you need to get a hold of me, it's feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. If you want to get me on Twitter, it's at dearest scooter. I'm on Facebook, something on Tumblr. I'm trying to figure that out right now. I mean, I figure out like figure out the best way to make it fun for you guys. Not the it's actually spelled how I probably spell Tumblr. And uh, post that's that's about it. You can comment on the website, but get a hold of me. And let me know what you think. Uh, we have a SASE, self addressed stamped envelope thing going. I mean, I have a, I've got a, I'll just segue into the next point because uh, if you want to send anything to me at Sleep With Me Podcast, P.O. Box 1751, Alameda, California, 94501. Now, I haven't gotten any SASEs in a little while, but I have been getting some anonymous letters. And it, it, the way I, I love it, I love getting stuff from you guys. I love hearing feedback, whether it's by paper. And uh, ink or by whatever. But So the anonymous letter I got this week, it made me think about some stuff. I don't want to talk about the content of the letter because that's between me and the letter writer. But thank you for your letter. But this is like unintended consequences. One thing was, I had two points and I think I already forgot one of them. But one thing was, by getting an anonymous letter from someone else that's written Putting me in this strange position of like, oh, maybe I could relate to something new people this podcast go through or don't because it's like disorienting. Reading an anonymous letter and um, only having the letter and the words to go by and uh, and, and then being like and trying to uh, coax the meaning out of it and coax the intention of the writer and the tone. And then I'm like, man, you guys got to deal with me being this um, anonymous thing. So, that was like an, un- and I don't know what the, uh, I guess I said unintended consequence, but more of like an unintended, hm, uh, hmm, hum moment. Cause it's like, I don't know where, but it, it's like uh, affected my mind frame a little bit in a good way. And then the second thing about the letter, uh, anonymous letters, I already forgot. So I'll probably bring that up again later. I apologize. I think I had two. Points that originally I thought were lucid or erudite or some fancy thing, but I don't know if even the first point, but it, but it, you know, it's like the shoes on the other foot kind of thing. I'm like looking at reading this letter and I'm like, oh, wait, maybe this is what it's like listening to the podcast in some way of being confronted by the unknown. I'm, I don't know, maybe this is, I don't know, maybe I'm just, man, I'm, I'm grasping at straws, but that's uh, so letters. So if you want to send a self-stamped envelope or a letter uh, or artwork or whatever, PO box is there, or the email email stuff is there. Thank yous. Uh, we got uh, Christopher Posty Posterson Postal postorama. He's uh, does our theme music you heard earlier. He's got a podcast sounds like an earful dot com. He's a lovely, lovely human being. Besides being have an amazingly High quality podcast that is pretty much this um, uh, like a it's just great. Just che- you guys should check it out. All right, that's a uh, posty. We got um Scott superhero Scott and a Superwoman Jennifer. Scott does all our uh, icons and artwork type stuff. We got a Lord and Lady the podcast, and they're Lording and, and Ladying it up. And the most, like, well, we couldn't have found a better Lord and Lady. That's all I got to say about that. And uh, I salute them, as always. I have not bowed or genuflected or curtsied, so I'm doing that now, Lord and Lady. In case of Lord and Lady, if the Lord and Lady step out of line, we got a defrenestrator waiting in the wings. Nick Van Kors, his name, tossing people out windows, particularly in Prague, is the game. New listener, thank you. So I want to thank Aaron S, Molly R, and Eric J. All new listeners I heard from this past week, and a new listener, Jennifer E. Jennifer E's her name, writing's her game because that E stands for Echols. Because that E stands for Jennifer Etchels, I believe, is how you pronounce it. I should have asked her. Again, Jennifer, I'm sorry. I've done this. I've, if you're new to the podcast, as I think you might be, I butcher other people's names so. But I think it's C-H stands for Ch. It's E-C-H. It could be echoless, but I don't think it is. But Jennifer is a teen author, ladies and gentlemen. A little something called comedy romance. And I know there's some listeners out there that are going to really appreciate her stuff. I'm going to read it because, uh, you know, I mean, if my middle name isn't Chain Reaction... Or My Boyfriend, you know, How to Ruin My Boyfriend's Summer Vacation, then, you know, that's a that's an inside joke between me and uh, comedy, teen, romance novels. But Jennifer's books, the newest one is Biggest Flirts. Her most popular one is Endless Summer. I know there's some readers out there that are going to appreciate it. And I'm serious. I I'd love to. You guys know uh, sometimes I talk about reading. I love reading. Uh, So, Jennifer, thank you for supporting the podcast and using the podcast and talking about it. And uh, a segue into uh, something else. I mean, I was going to talk about the book I'm reading, but that'll take way too long. But if you can, check out Jennifer's books. Read about them. Check them on Amazon. Check them on her website. Check her on Twitter. I'll put all her info in the show notes. So you just go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash 155, I think, is this episode, so uh, just check it all there. And, uh, oh, iTunes reviews. I finally got a hold of some of our international iTunes reviews, so I want to say those thank yous while I look that up. If you guys have a chance to review and rate us on iTunes, I'd really appreciate it. Our, Our goal now is to get up to 150 written reviews. We're at 135 stars. I don't know how many written reviews we have right now. But if you could take time to do it, review and rate us, write a little something. It doesn't have to be witty or crafty. just say, hey, this podcast is so boring. I'm barely able to write this review because I'm falling, you know, whatever. But uh, so I want to thank some people that haven't been thanked because they're uh, not from America. And my system for getting the reviews was uh, the website's gone. But so I want to thank... Maffy Triple W from the UK. I want to thank Horatio. I already thanked you, actually. I want to thank Little Black Bo- Bobcat from Australia. Little Black Bobcat. do ba doo do Thank you for your review. <laughs> that was fun, huh? Uh, that's Bree from Melbourne. Bree from Melbourne. Thank you. How many times can I do this? Tasty and large. Just going through these. This is not the most efficient way. You guys know that, though. Efficiency is not my game. Fly Doc. Filio Docs. Did I already think Filio Docs from Canada? Well, I don't know. I'm thanking you. Filio Docs. I'm saying thank you for your review. And then uh, Smudge Jade. Smudge Jade from the U.K., thank you for your review. Asher XOXO from Canada, uh, thank you for your review. Oh, guys, is this fun or what? We don't even need to get to a story tonight. Um, Looking up reviews. That's it, I think. So that is uh, the reviews from uh, non-USA. Thank you, everybody from across the world. I can't believe anyone in America would listen to me. I mean, Mom. I know maybe my mom's already asleep, but my brother, Ted, he listens. Um, My cousin, Kevin. What's up, Kevin? Are you asleep? Favorite cousin, top cousin, Kevin F., But I mean, so I I can believe you guys listen to it because well, I can't even believe that. But that someone outside the United States, in a fine country like Canada, UK, Australia, Sweden, Uruguay, are you kidding me? Brazil, Mexico, and all those other countries around the world. Oh boy, I don't even know. Makes me know Ireland. Don't don't think I forgot about you. Argentina, don't cry for me, (laughs) but I got to get out of the show. I can't just list all the countries I love because it'd be the countries of the world. But thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Let's get on to uh, Superdoll, shall we? All right, guys, so uh, Superdoll, narrator here. We went overboard on the uh, opening there. My fault. Uh, But when we last left off on Superdoll, um, what what happened was... uh, they went back to the base to stop Carbon Man from going back in time because they knew it would mess up the world. Carbon Man was going to do it anyway. He, he, he was like uh, blind with the need to go back to the 1950s and save the 1950s. Ended up Brad from NAG was encouraging him. Uh, Electra shows up, tries to stop him. He tries to take out Electra. He uh, takes out Brad Electra tries to take out Carbon Man by kicking him in the groin. And then um, Brad tries, tries to take out Electra. Something like that happened. Like one of those double, triple, you know, somebody gets a drop on somebody, the next thing you know, that person. But nothing like Quentin Tarantino because it, it all ended. Well, for Brad, it was. It didn't. Brad didn't make it. But he was a government stooge anyway. Uh, but uh, Carbon Man made it. Electra made it. Carbon Man did not make it back in time because the roof got lifted off. The spaceship from the 1950s that zapped Carbon Man into the future, zapped the artifact, the Carbon Man, something back in time artifact, got zapped, gone. I don't know if, where it went. And then the ship landed, and Electra's like, We got to sort this whole thing out, Carbon Man, you're a good person. You're not, now you can't even go back in time. Let's, uh, I don't know. So that's where we last left off, more or less. And, uh, so that's where I'll turn it over to Action Voice. He'll do the intro and then we'll probably pick it up somewhere in there, around there. We won't be jumping. It'll be, uh, linear, sequential, I think. Hopefully, but I'm just, so I, I'm just, I'm just the narrator, like part-time, uh, narrator they hired on like a per diem basis and by per-diam, my per-diam per 0. 0. 0.0, 0.0, um, so, that's it. Carmen, or, uh, so that's it. Action voice, you ready? Uh, my man, I'm not even, I didn't even get ready, actually, but I'm I'm ready anyway. You ready to turn that mic over to me? I am. Here you go. Uh, good afternoon. Good evening, is what I mean, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight is a tale. Tale of heroes. Of heroes whose duty it is. Sworn duty it is. To protect Earth at all costs, heroes who wait to protect Earth when Earth can't protect itself. Heroes who patiently count down the days until an enemy arises that only they can defeat. A team of heroes assembled, gathered, and you know uh, collected, and then you know doing stuff in the interim, interim, interim. Until they are needed for a task that only they can, you know, be qualified for. Our heroes wait to save Earth when only they can save it. And this originally was the tale of their waiting, which was interrupted by some guy, and then it was still like waiting, but uh, actually doing, uh, but but not against the main stuff. where we have like, well, like if you miss the other episodes, um, uh so that's our tale. This is the tale of Superdell. So that's basically the ship as far as we can tell. I mean that's the best I can tell you about the power of the ship is here's you know, a sad thing some it's not human made, but it's not that much I don't know. I mean it's again it's hard to buy it's mind boggling. Okay. So uh, more questions raised by this ship than answers. And okay, well, we have to figure out what to do about Nag. Okay, well, uh, should we? I think we should just uh, take Nag out. All of them. Uh, uh Flex, you know, uh, you have Nag's bases on uh, on uh, some sort of database, right? So we could just track down their bases, destroy them. I'm thinking that uh well nettled uh uh Well hold on, everyone, hold on, hold on. Oh well, why don't we just make a, see if we could uh make a little uh uh you know, turn the public against Nag, use the magic of the power of the people and tell them what's happening, you know, film some videos before we're attacked and say, Hey, if they took us out, what about you? You know, these this government uh private, this is a, what is this, a private-public partnership that's running things, but, uh, you know, well, well, I don't know about this, because I think we should be worried about ourselves, because we should be worried about how to defend ourselves against NAG, and then worry about uh, what to do, and I, oh, no, oh, this is just, this is just a shame, what what a what a what a bunch of jerks Town turned out to be. Yeah, um, I'd be for probably taking Nag out and leaving some of them to turn the people against. Oh, thank you, uh, thank you for agreeing with both of us. That's uh, quite the uh, politician. Maybe you should be running things there, Lick. Uh, no, I don't want to run nothing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take some Nag out. And then we'll humiliate some of them and have them, uh, you know, extended prison sentences dragged through the streets, the whole nine yards. Uh, Electra. Uh, Electra, before you talk, I'd like to hear what Carbon Man has to say. Uh, what do you, what do you, what do you want me to say? I don't understand. Well, I'd like to hear what you have to say about, uh, what you think, Nag, what, that somehow they knew about you, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, I, I don't know, um, I don't know, I don't know. I just don't even believe any of this is real anymore. I think I've just, just lost my mind. To be honest with you, okay, never mind, Mike. What do you think we should do? Okay, well, we, we know Nag at this point can't be trusted. I don't know what to do. I've, I've got, I've got some of the dots connected. I don't know if you guys are ready for everything that I'm ready to feed, feed you. But wait a second, something, I'm sensing something coming. Um, Listen, Carbon Man, I I, have been thinking about if Nag does attack us, and I'm going to need you to figure out some way to focus, because I think your fire power, could you create some sort of fired dome around, like all their power is going to be some sort of, the way they're going to attack us is going to be, they're not going to come in, they're cowards. So they're gonna to try to take as many of us out of the can by missile or aerosol spray or something. Can you cook anything that comes in at us? Right uh, well, thank you, Electra. I can I can f- use my f- I'm just so angry and nag right now. I'm just so I'm just so angry that they sent me forward in time and uh um Oh, okay, I get it. Uh carbon man, you're, yeah, okay, I get what's going on with you. And um but you can still use that you can channel that anger. To defend us, correct? That's the one thing I need you to focus on. If I tell you flame, flame-ish flame, or turn your flame on or something or use your flames because you're not a human torch. But, you know, shoot fire to defend us. You can do that no matter if you're angry or denying things or whatever comes next. You got it, Electra. Okay. Well, oh, it's, oh, look who just walked in the room. Catatonic man. Uh, All right. Now, Mr. C. Remember, I'm Mr. C. I like to be called Mr. C. Hello, everybody. Hello. Uh, Lovely lovely meeting those moths, Omar. Your moths were lovely folks. Very communicative with both their... uh, uh, Very dusty, though. I believe I have a rash. uh, Well, I let some in my shirt, and I said, go ahead and floor around moths and make yourself at home, and I, the moths bite because I have a, felt like one bit me. Well oh, no, moths do not bite you, but, uh, I did send some uh, bed bugs too to, you know, make you suffer a little, but, uh, good job. Did you put all the, uh, the Ebola patients into a catatonic state? Uh, yeah, I, I did, I did, and, uh, I do believe the, uh, the research shows melatonin should help them out, or at least, uh, restore the, pa- uh, help their immune system, boost their immune system, and, you know, get, let, let them get treatment. Help us this awful disease is on the mend. But the panic about, I, I, I just noticed people are so scared now that I've been out of the bunker. I let myself out of my bunker. I don't know if you guys know, so I'm here. Okay, catatonic man, why are you here? I thought you were supposed to be in your bunker forever or something until you're relieved of duty. Well, uh, right, I, uh, with the moths coming in, right, I wanted to say this, uh, this place, this Africa place for myself, and find out about this bowler. And I need to get a little closer. I can't just catatonize, you know, put put everybody asleep sleep from far away. And the moths made this bed. It was cool a moth bed plane. So I was traveling by moth, and I, I, and I put myself in a catatonic state. So when the moths got there, a whole story, long story, very, very uneventful. And then I said to myself, Catatonic Man, why are you going to go back in that bunker? You know some wrongs are being done. You know that uh Carbon Man's trying to muck about. And uh, uh, uh and I said, something's not right here, but I don't have all the answers. And I said, that Electra, she's one sharp lady. Let me find out. I know she would have defeated Carbon Man. Carbon Man, you're still alive. What the heck? Yeah, I'm still alive. Do Do you think you can help me get back, Okay, tonic Man? Get back in time. I'm. Oh no, it's all gone. It's all over. Okay, help you? Okay. Could you just put me to sleep forever? Then I don't want to wake up. I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, carbon Man, you need to calm down, mate. I don't know why. I'm not here to bargain with you. Just uh, quiet. Uh, yeah, Carbon Man, you you need to concentrate your bargaining, focusing your bargaining. On defending us, and maybe just shift back into the anger. Okay. Okay, catatonic man. We, we we we. Do what do you know about Nag and this time travel and Carbon Man, and the truth you were talking about back there, and the superhero. What, what, what was your job in that bunker, and what do you know? All right. Well, I, I, I don't. Originally, I don't know anything too useful to you guys. And most of the things I would tell you'd be bad news about being heroes and stuff. But, I was thinking you told me, you guys only been around eight years as heroes. I've only been around eight years as a hero. Now I know some of the stories I heard were about heroes, teams of heroes. It didn't work out so great. And then Carbon Man was talking about this World War One, World War Two, the Holocaust, these horrible acts of man against man that. Was, and I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I'm like, how did that happen at Carbon Man's time? And then it was already the past. That was what I couldn't get. Carbon Man, we're talking about the past, the future, trying not figure it all out, right? But Carbon Man had already passed that time, past World War II and the Holocaust. And that's what kind of what triggered his hero's age or whatever, of them helping out Earth. You know to stop people from hurting people in such a terrible way, and then I was like, "What the heck? and then that now we don't know anything about it and I said to myself, well, "I think there was a World War one and World War two I just think we we uh, well, i I think I remember reading something about it when I was a lad and seeing it on t v and stuff, but then it kind of you know went along with my life, and I said, uh Oh, it, 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 does that sound right? Like we f- could have forgotten about it somehow. And the incredible loss of life. Can you can you dig deep and think like... Are you saying they erased our memories somehow? Oh, yeah, but I, I'd love to say that, mate. I'd love to say that uh, Nag has some memory racing machine, right? But uh, that doesn't connect the dots or something. Like I'd say... uh. Well, let's just go with the assumption to have a machine that erased our minds because the other assumption is just that uh, we kind of all forgot it somehow, and that'd be... Maybe Nag did... did Wait a second. Oh, my goodness. We've been so busy these past eight years as heroes and dealing with the childhood of before and, and so caught up in our own stuff with powers. You're telling us... Okay, okay, don't get too distracted. It's a terrible thing. Uh, excuse me, excuse me. You're talking about one of the most terrible events in human history oh, and some attempt to extinct and and people, people, and we just all forgot it. All oh, might, uh, 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 apparently, and you're telling me I forgot it. Am I... Oh, God. Oh, i man's just a terrible person. What kind of hero am I? Well, mate, you did do that a of stuff, so that's... Uh, uh, You can't blame yourself for everything. Listen, mate, we're getting off topic here because the real issue... I couldn't wrap my head around All right. So, mate, let's go on the assumption. Let's take ourselves off the hook, okay? Nag's got some magical ray. It just erases people's memory. No one remembers all that terrible stuff or... You know, and then I started thinking, oh, wait, there was some other wars in there, possibly. And they didn't have quite the uh, fanciest uh, worldwide impact, but they were still pretty grim. And we kind of, I think I've because I was looking at my MREs, and uh I extracted some information from the labels on them. But anyway, again, just a distraction, mate, just a distraction. Wait a second, you're telling me that the loss of this horrible... No, 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 I'm not saying the past, that's a distraction, mate. I'm saying, it's well, right now we can't get hung up on the past. We can't get hung up on the... the... No, no, mate, no, 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 hung up's the wrong word, hung up's the wrong word. Uh, there's a terrible things that happen somehow, we don't remember them. Why? Why is what I'm getting at, mate? Why... Did we either forget, or did Nag, uh, w- what's going on, anyway? But besides all that, why did Carbon Man let's say all that war happened? Nag made us forget about it. Those two things are both true. Let's say that, mate. Okay, wait a second. I think I'm getting, what you're getting, and I think I have the missing part. So what you're saying is that World War One, World War Two, the Holocaust. And some other terrible wars happened. Somehow, in the current present age, we're unaware of it. Somehow. And those are both true. It happened. But now we're just totally unaware of it or whatever. Nag made us forget about it. That's a much better way to look at it, of course. Yeah, we're not bad people. We just didn't forget about those horrible things. They they just... They, they made us forget. But anyway. So if both those things were true, it happened. But we don't remember it happening. But... If it happened, why did it happen? Why did Carbon Man disappear with this ship, and it's still here? And what, Carbon Man? Carbon Man? Uh, Carbon Man, are you with us? You, you focused on destroying any attacks, but we're going to be talking about you. But we don't need—we need your focus outward. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Electro. I'm down, uh, but I'm, I'm not as down as. Flex here, so I feel down with this whole thing, but I'm also still angry, so I'm focused. Okay, great, Carbon Man. So, what Carbon Man said is that the heroes rose up as a result of these horrible things to stop man from conducting these things. The Holocaust, World War One, World War Two, to intervene so these things would never happen again. Now, obviously, they did afterwards, but Carbon Man was gone. So somehow, they removed him you, Do you guys get what i'm get get my drift? I think I do they They got rid of Carbon man so he couldn't intervene in human affairs and that's exactly what we're tasked to do is defend against the outside attack a catatonic man is that what heroes have always done but after as long as you know the the spoken history of all right, all right, I'm with you. So, the heroes, right, the heroes rose up, superheroes. Now, this will blow your mind if I tell you uh, some of the mechanisms of why superheroes exist, but I'm not going to. But let's say superheroes rose up, so that man couldn't destroy itself or destroy, like, it, like you said, flex certain segments of the population. That's just wrong. And so, heroes rose up, superheroes brought into existence, whatever you want to say, to stop this, to defend man against man. But then, some sort of beam comes and says, whoa, 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 we can't have this here. we got to change it up. We'll zap this guy in the future. He'll go back in time, or he'll come into the future, Electra will kill him, or he'll go back, I don't know. Let's get him out of the way. And then we'll just have the heroes defend us against an outside attack but I don't get where the uh, big spaceship from another world comes in. Okay, okay, so it's like someone, I just don't know where the the spaceship's just making me, it's like someone on Earth didn't want, or from out of Earth, I don't know what that could be, didn't want heroes intervening in human affairs. And so they got rid of Carbon Man and, and, uh, Maybe they took out those superhero teams. So this is where you're supposed to know the history there, Catatonic Man. Well, here's the history I know. It was that we had different teams, and every team had a, a they were a good team, but they usually had one or two weak links. Now, looking at your team, it's like uh, the opposite. Like, I look at you guys. I see all link, weak links uh, or some such thing, and I say, okay, well, uh that's why they work, or maybe my perception's off. I mean, Flex, Lick, you look like you're too much uh, aggressive, and you probably take the law into your own hands, but you don't seem to do that. And Flex, you seem like a little bit like uh, you smell of cigarettes. That can't be good, mate. And uh, you, uh, you kind of look like uh, some sort of, uh, um, I don't know. The rest, I don't want get, to get into it, but... Um, the heroes I know, the teams, that always lasted a little while, and then one person turned against the team, and the team ended up self-destructing. And then the they tried to replace the team with another team. It was a little. Uh, now that I'm looking back at it, it was all a little too structured. The history, right? Like too perfect. Now, um, too orchestrated. So someone's been orchestrating the formation of superheroes. Since the 1950s. Making everyone forget about the history of war. And man turning against man. Or mankind. Humankind turning against humankind. And killing each other. And trying to get the perfect superhero team in place. Or possibly having superhero teams in place. To still defend Earth against anything outside. Who would want to keep people the status quo going on earth, but not have anyone come in and mess it all up. Who who could possibly gain? Who, who would have anything to gain by? That's just crazy. Well, you're right. It's just crazy. It makes no sense. And then here's my theory. Like, what uh, if uh, the people that would have the most to gain, uh, excuse me, wouldn't it be like rich guys would have the most thing to gain? Uh, like, uh, uh, hold on, like you're way too easy to fall for those conspiracy theories, unifying all the rich against the poor. It doesn't make any sense, and that's way too convenient too. Um, what, what were you saying? Did you have an alternative theory? Well, I was just gonna say, uh, instead of yeah, some in, in you know conspiracy theory here on Earth, what if some aliens came in? Let's say. And they said, "Hey, this plant's pretty good. Uh, let's check it out." And uh, then everyone started. The hero said, "Hey, you're not coming here." And they were they were just defending themselves. They took out Carbon Man's partner. Oh, uh, my partner! I've accepted the fact that my partner's gone, and I've accepted my fate here. Great Carbon Man, Elizabeth Kubler Ross. you know, just just defend us against an outside attack. All right. So anyway. The Aliens come, they take, and they say, "Hey, let's just move in here. this planet here is pretty good. We'll just assimilate ourselves. Well maybe the the ship's uh looks like a regular person's ship. We'll just come in on it, and uh we'll join in, and with them we'll be humans, we'll pretend we're humans, we'll get some human suits or whatever they do." And we'll live here with human beings and uh, maybe we'll help ruin the show a little bit. Or maybe they're just regular people. Oh my goodness, are you saying that uh, uh, we're superheroes are aliens and we're here to defend Earth against ourse- ourselves or something? Wait a second. No, no, that, that theory is crazy too. Wait, you're saying the soup were aliens and they brought us here. We'd remember that. No, 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 that's not possible. The most likely theory is someone has something to gain by distracting us. I'm distracted, but distracting us and keeping us out of human affairs and some grand conspiracy theory that's very convenient, but we can't connect it. Now, we have this ship, okay? We need to, everyone, we need to breathe. And I'm your leader, and the reason I'm your leader it's not because I'm an alien or because I'm from another planet. It's because I, I have understanding. All right, well, there's one more thing I got to lay on you. No, don't lay lay that on us right now, okay? I know what you're going to say. And in some sense, you're right, and in some sense, you're wrong. Catatonic man, which is confusing having you in Carbon Man. Well, that's why I said to call me Mr. C. All right, that's, yeah, Mr. C. We, we need to stay in the present. And. We we can't worry about conspiracy theories or alien theories. Something's wrong here. If NAG attacks us, we'll have to defend ourselves. And then we'll reassess things. And we don't know if NAG is involved in... I mean, they've got to be involved in somewhere, have some knowledge of it. <sighs> but I'll tell you what. Flex, how did it feel? Mr. C, Nine. Mesmero, how did it feel helping people like we've talked about? We have this base full of things for humans. Things we were going to give to them. We made them our gods in some sense. Every human being in the world. We've spent almost every night praying to or thinking about. Making little crafts for little children or games or fishing kits. Water purification kits. In order to sustain ourselves, to defend all these people, and just wait around and and say, okay, well something's going to come in an alien ship, or a meteor, or a comet, or a giant ice ball, or some sort of, we, we I don't know. I was now always unclear on the internal cataclysmic type events, but uh, that we would intervene then and defend each of those people, and sure, we dreamed about giving out these things that we made for the humans, the gifts, but it was always like a concrete, symbolic thing until, Flex, you broke the rules and you went out and you did this Ebola aid, and it was really just a distraction and whatever for Nag, but how how did it feel? It felt great, Electra. I mean, it felt like... I felt like a hero for, I mean... or something, I don't I felt good. And then, and then non like I mean, I also was having sex with that woman and and fulfilling my um, southern woman belle fantasies. But also besides that, it felt good and in a different way than the the sex part, but just as good, but in a different way. Does is that is that clear? It's 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 a little yeah. It's clear. So here's here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that we become heroes of Earth, in we we do intervene in human affairs now maybe we'll figure out this whole war thing i don't know but this this isn't okay flex what you've told us you know when we're during the tour of the ship about what's going on with people just wanting to worry about this Ebola disease and then forget about the people that have it and and that whole nonsense and these people are hurting and sick and 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 they need heroes to help them and that's what a hero is i think but we're also the heroes to defend, you know, just in case. But why should, Why were we just sitting around the whole time? Someone was benefiting from that. But maybe it's not so many. Maybe it's just a set of assumptions that we were going on. And maybe Nag doesn't, I don't, I don't know. I don't have it all figured out. But um, maybe we need to start doing things. And at the same time, be prepared to destroy Nag. Um, if, if we find out that we'll, we'll destroy the ship. Um. Uh, uh Lectric Carbon Man, here I got one one thing I've been thinking about. Well, I'm concentrating. Don't worry. I said you you kind of presented to me how selfish it would have been for me to go back in time, and disrupt things, cause it probably would have destroyed the present. And you were right to stop me. And what is the second most selfish thing? that would have been the most selfish thing I could have ever done. And you saved me from. Uh. Committing an atrocity destroying the whole world, basically, for what I wanted. But the second most selfish thing is whoever sent me here is incredibly selfish. Or maybe it was, I don't know, if it was cosmically planned out or not. But um, it just made me think, like, you guys sent that artifact into the future, which was kind of selfish because you were trying to stop me. Self-preservation selfish, kind of. Uh, but we don't know where that is. Um, uh, okay, well, that's a problem. To be dealt with in the future, and yeah, we can talk about it. that. Is selfish, I guess. It was self? We needed to stop you, Carbon Man. Give me a break. You couldn't be controlled. You had a love for your past. yeah, that was was selfish. We had to stop you. But yeah, whoever, whatever sent you into this time. I don't know. We just have to deal with things as they come. I don't think trying to figure this whole thing out is mind boggling. And it all kind of ties together, but I'm not sure how it does. But this is what I know, is that we have a team, an effective team, and now we have this carbon man. Carbon man, you can have a chance to do what's right. You almost, well, you more or less chose something terrible, but, you, you know, you like I said before, you can be a hero, or you could lock yourself up, or whatever, and Catatonic Man, um, maybe we could take you on, maybe if we could take you both on our team as some sort of, maybe you guys could be like interns, or some sort of interim basis, I don't know. Because I, I Mr. C, it's Mr. C, remember? Mr. C. Um, but maybe you're a hero, too. Uh, prob- I mean, uh, uh lecture. he did help out with the Ebola thing. Maybe you could be Flex's assistant to start. All right, well, uh, uh, um uh, flex' assistant, you say? Oh, well, um, um, interesting, all right. Well, anyway, I'll let you finish up. You seem to be on some sort of uh, monologue. Okay, so this is our chance to rise up as heroes, is what I'm saying. And I don't know. I'm just feeling worn out. I think we should all just get some rest. And maybe we just have to battle negative. I don't, I don't know. Maybe this is the beginning of something good. Or maybe this is the beginning of something really hard. Or maybe it's the beginning of both. Maybe this is a path where people are going to try to stop us. Or maybe it's a path where people are going to embrace us with open arms. But I do know that's all we can do. Is We can't deal with this whole uh, nonsense time travel thing. Or who's doing who with the spaceship. We'll destroy the ship for, for, for sure. But I don't know if we can figure this whole thing out. And I just know that we're heroes. And maybe it's time for us to start acting like heroes. The heroes we've felt in our hearts, I guess we've just been doing what we're supposed to. Wade around and defend the Earth against some big glamour rock in the sky headed towards us. Or ship. Or planetary misalignment thing. And start doing the dirty work being a hero. And I don't mean dirty work by unethical... Or whatever the other thing is, like ethics, that I don't know the difference between the two anyway. Morals. Uh, but I mean, the dirty work like Flex has shown us. And even Catatonic Man has. Oh, Electra. And Electra, there is dirty work with the uh, moth dust. Okay, well, let's 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 unite as heroes. What do you guys say? Well, I'm down. I'm, I'm down. I think your whole speech was magical. And though I'm totally confused, I believe in the power of hero magic, and I say yes. I'm, I'm into Electra. I'm into this is a uh, great. Let's start saving lives and uh, killing Nag and helping people and embarrassing Nag. Well, we're not. We're not going to do. Uh, uh, okay, Carbon Man. What do you think? I think I'm in. I believe I'm in. If I can also embarrass Mr. C every once in a while by making him uh, figure skate on bugs, okay, that that I can I can live with that, Mr. C. Or right. I I I actually love uh, figure skating on bugs, believe it or not. So I've been having dreams about it, and I've been uh, going through bug. Oh look at me, I'm figure skating, and isn't this a odd way to end a end a joint debate? And uh, wow. Oh, is that a, uh, what is that? Is that, was that a double Lutz? Uh, yes, it was, uh, Electra. It was a, uh, he's going to do a quadruple toe, toe lope right now into a double, uh, Gretel. What? Oh, wow. Wow, that's beautiful. This is a, okay, hey guys, this is the narrator. They're just kind of commenting on figure skating now. And it's funny and, uh, amusing. And, uh, but it's the same, uh, it's like, whew, it's a, a lot of talking there and, um, hmm, uh, mind numbing to kind of stuff we just went through. So probably don't need to decompress because if, if you stayed awake through that, then, um, I don't know. Uh, maybe you should just, because you're a thinker or I don't know, there's too much to think about there. It's, uh, I'm short-circuited. I don't even know how to close this out. But those... I mean, what does it mean to be a hero, I guess, is the question. I think, say, those guys know better than me. And they're still trying to figure it out, I guess. So that's what it means, figure it out. That's what it means to be a hero. From a non-hero, so... uh, But, yeah, thanks for listening. You're my... I mean, seriously, this isn't a joke. But you're my hero for, you know struggling with what you struggle with that's heroic and you know you know some days you win some days you lose some days are harder than others sometimes you can't fall asleep no matter what but that day's going to pass the best you can do is um give yourself some credit okay you're doing the best you can okay and i'm proud of you all of you and you're not alone don't ever forget that There's people out there that might not be going through the same thing you are, but that are uh, going through something parallel, similar, related. And there's people out there that can relate to you. And sometimes, yeah, the burden's on you to find it. But I want you to know that at some level, even if we can't talk or you feel like there isn't anyone that understands, there is. And, uh, you know, I don't totally understand and I can't totally relate, but I wouldn't be doing this podcast. I wouldn't have kept going, um, doing this thing. Um, if I didn't think that maybe this message you get through to just like one person and just give you one more day of hope to, to struggle through whatever you're struggling with and then, you know. Take one more day, I hope, tomorrow. But for right now, all you can do is is live with today's struggles. And maybe those are more manageable when you put away yesterday's struggles or the past, whatever, the past entire lifetime and the entire impossible future that's out of our control in the past. If you just deal with whatever struggles you're having right now, they might seem unmanageable. They might be actually unmanageable. I know a lot of you guys are going through stuff that's terribly, terribly tough. But just struggle with that, okay? You're gonna, you're gonna get through it, okay? Just moment by moment, and hopefully you're not even hearing my voice. You're asleep, and if you are, cue up another episode. Get out of bed, go for a walk, get some air, read a book, have some milk. But take some breaths and pat yourself on the shoulder, or the back. No matter how horrible you feel by yourself, sometimes. You're not horrible, okay? And you're doing the best you can. And even if like you're doing awful like I've done I mean, I've made a mess of my life, believe me. And but even then, I have to look back and say, Oh, right now I'm doing the best I can. Back then, I might not have known nothing. And I, so I was doing the best I could then. It's out of my control now. But that part of me that I was telling myself I was screwing it all up was the part that was screwing it all up. Once you start telling yourself Huh, this I'm doing the best I don't know I don't I say I don't even know how to give advice maybe I shouldn't be giving advice I should just say I'm here for you to help you fall asleep if that's all I do and even if I don't succeed I want you to know I'm here for you to help you fall asleep even if I failed at the helping and fall asleep part I'm trying to show up even when i, I, I tonight I was feeling like not that this episode was gonna be terrible I wasn't Uh, you know, I I was feeling bad about myself. I said, you know, just show up and do your best. And I'm not even making that the the same bullshit. The most important part of this podcast is getting it out there for the people that listen to it and that maybe it actually helps or even that the people it doesn't help, that you know that if you're listening to this at the end, that you know that I still tried to put it out there just in case you needed it. I don't freaking know. Uh, You know what I mean? Or not. Uh, Whatever. I'm doing the best I can. (laughs) I'm saying, you know, whatever to myself because I'm already getting critical myself. But no need to. All right? So good night. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it.